0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold, head of marketing of Finos, and this is the Open Source and Finance Podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I talk with Eugene Sorensen, who's the chief product officer of Cosaic. Eugene is doing a talk with Robert Friend of Symphony about FTC3 in the wild, real-world use cases that help evolve the standard. We talk about that and also UX design before UX design was a thing. So sit back, cue the music. Music. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Grizz Griswold of Finos. Hope you're doing well. Today, my guest is Eugene Sorensen. He's the Chief Product Officer at Cosaic. Eugene, say hello.
1: Hi, nice to meet you.
0: You too. (laughs) Um, So so Eugene is going to be speaking at the Open Source and Finance Forum. And the uh, talk that they're going to be giving, he's going to be giving with Rob Friend, I believe, from Symphony, right? That's correct. Um, it's going to be around FTC3 in the wild, real world use cases that help evolve the standard. Um so we will get into that talk for a little bit. We're not going to give away all the information, but but I really want to know about you first Eugene, like um your career, what brought you to today, um your role as chief product officer at COSAIC.
1: Yeah, thanks. Uh so I've been in finance for uh, over 30 years now, Uh, first 10 years as an analyst and trader. Um, And as uh, I was running my own business uh, as a trader and then found uh, that it wasn't growing the way I wanted to. Always had a passion for technology and have been doing some consulting with uh, CQG, who's a, a technical analysis charting provider. And so I joined them. Uh, which opened up the product opportunity for me as I got into product uh, management and product marketing. Moved over to uh, Cantor Fitzgerald in 04 and on to Bloomberg in 06, uh, where I oversaw the development of all of the graphics on the Bloomberg terminal, as well as their Launchpad uh, desktop solution. Uh, I've long had this focus on graphics, uh, but really it was that opportunity at Bloomberg which got me deeply involved uh, building out Launchpad 2010 initiative and thinking about desktop workflows uh, for the, the financial market. In uh, the fall of uh, 2018, uh, Dan and Terry, the co-founders of Kozaic, were raising their Series B, invited me to uh, join the team here. Uh, and it's been a perfect fit because uh, Kosaic has two products: Chart IQ for graphics and Fensemble for the smart desktop solution. Um, and so we've been building those out and uh, having a lot of fun, uh, particularly on the desktop side, bringing uh, the smart desktop designer uh, to life.
0: Cool. And 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 um, when we were talking earlier, I think you said that uh, you were kind of a UX designer before there were UX designers, or or in that space, uh, and and I kind of feel like I, I was in the same area for for that time too. Um, how how is that how is that different, and and how does how does that bring you to be maybe a chief product um, officer for Kosaic?
1: Yeah, well, I've, I've I've always you know since my time at CQG, always been thinking about workflows uh, and how people manage their. Their desktop solutions, um, and you know, as noted, the uh, the time at Bloomberg was, uh, you know, we were very focused on UX, and that was where I had a formal introduction to working with my UX partners, and you know, really learned about how a UX lab works, what UX research is, uh, all of those different dimensions, um, and just how critical that is to helping users. Get through their workflow and and make an intuitive solution uh, for them that that uh, is seamless uh, and they're not stumbling over.
0: That's cool and 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 so so. Th- I was gonna say maybe ironically, not ironically, that the talk that you're doing is with somebody from Symphony, uh, <laughs> and um, uh, he used to so, be my
1: boss at Bloomberg. <laughs>
0: nice, nice. Of course, okay. <laughs> totally, totally makes sense now. Um, so, so good. So, uh, so he's a true friend, um, and his last name's friend. Okay, enough puns, enough dad jokes. Um, so, so kind of you know, without without giving everything away. Um, you know, FTC3 in the wild first can uh, some of our listeners are, are familiar with FTC3, but can you talk about just a brief, you know, what is FTC3? What does it do? How does, you know, how does it work within interoperability? Um, And then, you know, and then give us a a, a taste of what you might be talking about in the talk.
1: Yeah, certainly. So uh, FTC3 is uh, for us, at COSAIC and Ensemble, is the opportunity to um, really make plug and play between applications and with fdc3 providing sort of three core pieces of uh, the context the the nouns of what data i can pass between applications in library launchpad we used to pass symbols uh with fdc3 we can pass all structured data whether that's the name of a person an account uh, a symbol all of those at the same time uh can be passed between applications and then the intents of launching said thing of opening a chart, opening a chat, uh, starting a phone call, whatever you uh, launching an order, right, those are the kinds of things that you want to do with an intent. And then the third piece is the app directory, what are the apps that each vendor with who's using fdc three is providing to that desktop experience. And so as we take all those things together and put them together, it's what allows us, as I said before, to create this a plug and play experience so that apps can come together. And what we can do here is build best of breed solutions, right? So that the end user is able to get uh, you know, the best uh, OMS, the best risk management, the best uh, charting solution and put them together and create the desktop that they need uh, to solve their problems.
0: Cool, and 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 so FTC three in the wild. What um, how would you describe that?
1: Yeah, thanks. So it's FTC three is is still uh, it's still a young child, right? It's it's just getting out there, and so what we are now seeing is it is getting out in the wild, and we do have a partner teams of uh, firms who are are working with it and using it to implement their solutions and so you know we are on that early adoption phase uh beginning to make the the leap uh, an acceleration of adoption uh and so you know what we're uh what rob and i will be talking about and demonstrating is how you can create a desktop solution that allows the buy side uh to do an analysis of a trade and communicate that to the sell side immediately using FDC3. So there's a straight through workflow uh, that happens instantaneously that, um, you know, uh, just saves, uh, will save tremendous amounts of time uh, for for both parties.
0: Nice, and I think that's why uh, obviously FDC3 has been interesting um, and uh, for for sell side banks, but I think that we're seeing a, some more adoption on the buy side as well, um, and and that's actually that was actually you know some of the reasons why we're seeing buy sides entering into Finos. Um, as as a foundation as well. Um, And FTC3 had everything to do with that. So um, very cool. We're Um, we're
1: super excited to see some of those new partners uh, show up because uh, it is, you know, they are such a critical piece of the workflow uh, of the marketplace. And uh, they do have their own custom solutions. Each shop uh, has its own problems that it needs to solve and they need these bespoke uh, solutions, but they need the ability to do it quickly, right? Time to value is essential here. We have to get away from these big, heavy builds. And if we can accept standards like FDC3, then that's what's gonna facilitate us to uh, reduce uh, that investment effort and time.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So so tell me for the talk itself, um, who, Who would benefit the most out of a talk like this? Um, Who who should be in the audience, basically, in, in London?
1: Well, I'm a product guy, so I'm going to say product <laughs> and business. Uh, the engineers need to be paying attention to know where we product guys want to go. Right. Um, but you know, uh, Rob and I uh, come from the product side, so we're going to be speaking in business terms and showing off uh, business use cases. Uh, Chris West is going to uh, follow up our presentation with a little bit more about. Uh, ftc three two point uh, so you know you can get deeper into the into the technical weeds, um, but Rob and I are going to keep it uh, uh, above that.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, well, and and I think that it you know I can see that the two sessions together is basically you have one that was really on the business decision side, and then you have the, the other which is more on the contributor and in, in tech side. Um, however. right they could you could go to both and enjoy a full hour of ftc3 so absolutely (laughs) (laughs) very cool very cool um so looking at the time um what what benefits and and i think you touched on a, a couple of things but what benefits have you seen maybe to to ftc3 being Open source as opposed to just Kosaic and Finsymbol working on FTC three or just you know even one of your competitors working on FTC three um, uh, not in the open
1: uh, you know it's it's, it's opetition right? we 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 need uh, it's it's a large industry, and we need uh, to move that together. And so when we're talking to Vendors uh, who are interested in being uh, partners with with uh, with Ensemble and using with their apps, what they struggle with uh, or have struggled with, particularly in the past, is like, oh, if I want to integrate with you, I need to go to your proprietary standard, then I need to go to the other guys, and then I need to go a third uh, path, and maybe even a fourth path with a proprietary solution, and then they have to start making a business decision of how I'm going to stack rank. Which one do I do first, right? Which client is begging for this? Well, I really want to do them all, right? But, and, and if you're a, a small to medium-sized vendor, that's just, you know, you're just terrified of that amount of work, right? And so what FTC3 brings is that opportunity to build once and let the buyer decide which which uh, desktop agent they want to work with right it doesn't become the vendor's problem it becomes the buyer's problem uh and then the buyer can go through and do the bake-offs and make the decisions so they they want a ux what level of ux do they want in their application uh, what level of, of technical capability you know that's that's their decision and then they can just select from a portfolio of of vendor apps to plug into that
0: nice um, yes uh, we we've, we've definitely seen I mean I was talking with uh, Rico Eckstein of adaptive yesterday about um, kind of the journey of FTC3 um, but but I, I think you're right that that right there puts it to where you know it, it's it, it it has the ability to become more ubiquitous um, in this industry, and especially when interoperability—not yeah. just on desktop, but but interoperability—is such a big thing for financial services.
1: Yeah, it's look, you know, it's, it's uh, Dan Schleifer, our CEO. Uh, we hear often refer to this as, you know, this is fix for desktops, right? This this is going to do to bring to the financial industry, what fixed did you know, whatever it was 10 or more years ago uh, to the back end and normalizing that communication. Uh, This does that on the desktop uh, and is really going to allow these teams, as I said before, to build their best of breed solution, um, you know, with, with as little effort as possible uh, and thereby building in that efficiency and workflow improvements.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm seeing that too. Um, so so I'm gonna have one more question for you, and um, uh, and again, it it goes back to the UX designer part, and and so, so as a former UX designer before there was UX designers, <laughs> um, you know, in in financial services, um, how, how do you think that you know? UX or front-end people, let's even put it that way, um, can get more involved in open source, um, or is this just a DevOps thing and a back-end thing? Um, something that we see probably more of in Finos, uh, but uh, I'm wondering for the front-end, like, is there space uh, for front-end designers, UX designers?
1: It's a really interesting question. Uh, you know, On the one hand, from a UX product point of view, you're trying to build your solution that has your brand and has your style to it. Uh, On the other hand, if if we can see some collaboration around standard ways to do things, then we can focus our efforts on the bigger problems and solve some of those things. I was uh, sitting uh, with a friend yesterday, uh, looking at his Rivian truck, uh, electric truck, and the dashboard that they had in it, uh, which is uh, mimics a lot of what. Um, uh, of course, I'm I'm blanking of uh, blanking out on the name. <laughs> anyway, very you know very clean dashboard, right? Yeah. Um, and he said one of the benefits is they don't have to make all of those little buttons. They don't have to make all of those little widgets. So and so if we can create a standard set of widgets of what does a combo box look like? You know, what does a list box look like? What does you know, then you know, yes, you may want to style it and put your own color and brand on it. But we don't have to rebuild all of those widgets. If, if the UX world could come together and agree on that, then I think it would accelerate time to market for product. Um, it's, it's going to be a reach because uh, you know this is very much part of its painting, right? It's, it's that artistic part. UX has a lot of art in it. Uh, so um, it's it's deciding you know that we're all going to use the same set of paintbrushes.
0: Nice. I'm going to leave it right there. That was a good, good, and um, thank you. I, I appreciate it, and um, and of course I'm looking forward to seeing you in London in less than a month from now um, on July 13th and, um, for the Open Source and Finance Forum. Um, but again, thank you, and and um, uh, definitely come and see. Um, Eugene and Rob's talk about FTC3 in the wild. Um, come and see other talks about FTC3 as well. We'll have some announcements, maybe, and just hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, and, uh, you know, but get involved at Open Source Strategy or Open Source and Finance Forum. Strategy Forum was last year. Um, and get involved in Finos, uh, you know, LinkedIn. Twitter, on our website, uh, in our Slack channels, uh, with the podcasts, with the webinars that we have in person, web, you know, online, all the above. Um, just reach out to us, uh, reach out to us at OSFF at finos.org about the conference, reach out to us at, uh, marketing at finos.org about, uh, pretty much anything else. And if you ever need help in finos help. At finos.org is the easiest way to get help from anybody here at Finos. Eugene, thank you again. I appreciate it. And with that, good day, good night, wherever you
1: are. Thank you, Chris. Bye, bye.